Hey guys, what is going on? Master Al here. So, as I am driving to the gym right now, I think I'll make you guys a nice podcast. And this is going to be honestly, obviously, and honestly and obviously, it's going to make a lot of sense once I finish uh, saying it to you. And today we're going to be talking about expecting recurring results without doing the recurring work. What does that mean? Well, people think that, let's say it again, this can go with anything in your life. It can go with your relationship, believe it or not. It can go on money. You can go based on money. And in my case, it goes based on your health and your fitness. You know, that's the field I'm in and that I completely love and adore and I'm passionate about, you know. And so, what, what does that mean? You know, what, are, what am I trying to tell you? You know, not expecting recurring results without doing the recurring work. You know, a lot of people think, hey, I'm just going to lose weight. And a lot of my clients actually do that. They lose the weight. And as soon as they lose the weight, they think they can just go back to doing the things they used to do before they hire me. Well, doing the things that they used to do before they hire me is what got them fat to begin with. And so why would you want to do that? It's almost like saying, hey, uh, now that I accumulate a lot of money through my work, right? Because I work my ass off. I grind every morning. I go to work five, six days a week. I put in long hours. And once you accumulate X amount of money, you go back to doing absolutely nothing. Zero. And you expect them to be making the same amount of money. Well, clearly, you're not doing the recurring work for you to continue making the recurring, you know, amount of money that you're making. And so, but the same applies with a relationship. If you really think about it, you know, a lot of people put a lot of effort in the beginning of a relationship. You know, they romance in the guy or the guy's romancing the chick and they, you know, he's doing the, you know, he's going above and beyond. He's, he's buying the flowers. He's going out to dinner. You know, he's making time. You know, and then once he gets the chick, the chick that he's been trying to like, you know, like, you know, romance and, and fall in love with, you know, once he gets her or she gets him, those little things that meant the world stop. You know, now he or she is spending more time with their own families or with their own friends. They're no longer doing the fun things. They no longer want to like dress up. They just want to put like fucking sweatpants and go out there, you know, and the guys, they don't care either. They, they go out there looking like fucking Captain Crunch. You know, and they don't really care because they already landed the check, you know, but that, that's that's not how it works. You gotta continue doing the work, you know, and and that's how it works pretty much. You gotta you gotta do the work, period, you know. And so let's talk about the fitness world. In the fitness world, you cannot possibly just lose the weight, and once you finish losing the weight, you feel like, all right, that's it, I don't have to ever work out ever again in my life. Guys, if it was that easy. I literally could retire now. I could never even ever bother even driving in front of a gym because I know we'll never get fat. That's not true. It doesn't work like that. You know, the good thing about the recurring work is that it's not as intense as the beginning work when you were fat, when you were overweight, when you were out of shape, when you're, you couldn't last more than three, five minutes on a treadmill. You know, this now becomes easier because you can do those things. You know, so it's the maintenance work that I call it. In this case, I'm using the word recurring because we're using recurring work in order to continue seeing recurring results. But at the end of the day, it's just maintenance work. Once you lose the weight, once you grind, once you do what you're supposed to do and you learn, very important that you learn. See, a lot of trainers, they just tell you what to do, but they're not really sometimes explain to you properly, hey, this is the reason why we're doing this. And if we continue doing this, this is what's going to meet the result. Or if we do more exercises like this, you know, what we, what's going to happen is we're going to actually, you know, lose weight faster, you know, so they're not really educating the client. And I get it. 
a lot of personal trainers are afraid that once uh, you lose that client, it's over. You know, that income is no longer available to you. And indeed, it is the truth. I have a different mentality when it comes to training people. My mentality is this. Hey, I'm going to train somebody and I'm going to give them everything I know. I'm literally going to give them all my knowledge because that's what you're paying for. You're not paying for me to hold back. And I'm not afraid for you to leave. And I'm not afraid for you that as soon as you lose the, the weight, that you're actually going to be like, all right, sayonara, you know, because guess what? I do want you to do that. I do want you to lose the weight fast. The faster, the better and leave. Because as soon as you do that, the whole world is going to know about me. Everyone that you know, meaning your world, your friends, your family, your co-workers, your colleagues, everybody is going to know about the amazing work that I did and how fast I did it. And why wouldn't you want to hire me? Versus, hey, this guy's going with a personal trainer. He's been there for like three years. He still looks the same. Does that motivate your friends, colleagues, family members to hire me? I don't think so. You know, so I have no idea why some trainers, they hold back on their clients or why they slow down the process. But again, that's a different topic. Not going to get into that today. Today we're talking about the importance of doing the recurring work, the maintenance work. So here's how it works. I'm going to give you guys all the goods today. All right. So the way it works is this. You start losing the weight. You, there's, a, there's three formulas. And I'm going to give it to you today. And the three formulas are this. If you are really overweight, you have to start with cardio. You cannot, and I'm going to say this again, you cannot emphasize so much on weight training. That's going to come later because it's very, very important. But in the beginning, I'm not going to add more weight to your joints. Your joints are already busted. They're already breaking from the extra weight that you are carrying. So it makes no sense to add more weight to your broken joints. The point right now that what we're trying to do in the first stage is giving you 75% of cardio and 25% of strength. The 25% of strength is to start building muscle, is to start teaching you how to lift weights properly, working on form, blah, blah, blah. 75% of cardio is to start dropping that weight, I mean, sooner rather than later. Once you drop half the weight, whatever goal we set for you, based on your age, your height, your gender, and certain things, once, we halfway, once we're halfway there, then we change that formula to only 50% cardio, 50% strength. At that point, we go a little bit less in the cardio and we add a little bit more strength. Once we do that for a few months, couple of months, sometimes it only takes about six weeks, maybe eight weeks the most. Once we drop half of that weight that you already have, right? So now we rotate, we switch that formula again. And now we're only gonna be doing 25% of cardio and 75% of strength. At that point, cardio is less because you got, now you lost most of your weight. Strength comes into place. Now it's time to literally molding, sculpting, toning your body at a nicer level. Okay. So that is the formula when it comes to that. So now what happens next? You lose the weight. You're looking amazing. You're building some muscle. You are looking, finally, you are looking like an athlete. This is when most people quit, unfortunately. And this is the part you cannot quit because your body is not used to this person that you are right now. Your body hasn't been in that skin, in that new, in that new body, in that new mold, in that new, however you want to call it. It's, so it's not used to it. So what your body's gonna do is your body's gonna start doing the opposite. It's gonna sabotage it for you. It's gonna start doing things, you know, to like gain the weight. Your body's just not gonna work with you. Your body does not know what does it feel to be that weight. You've never been that weight before. The weight that you are currently now, maybe. 10 years ago, five years ago, but your body's for the past five years, 10 years, 15 years, whatever, it's not, hasn't been used to that weight. So therefore 
you have to make sure that you maintain that, that new you, that new body for at least two more months. The formula calls for 66 days. Obviously, we're not going to get that technical. But if you can be at that same weight, looking amazing, continue your training regime, you know, regimen. If you can continue doing that for another two months, now your body, one, looks better. Two, already got used to that. Now that's the new you. Your body does not remember the old you, the fat you, the out of shape you, the, you know, the, the, the fucked up you pretty much. Now your body has a new identity. And that new identity is amazing. And that, um, that, my friends, is pretty much how it's done. Now let's talk about the recurring work in order for you to continue seeing recurring results. At that point, you no longer need to go to the gym every day the way you were, you know, five days a week. You can literally get away with just three times a week as long as you are doing a good workout. Obviously, you cannot go to three times to the gym, spend 15 minutes and do a little, you know, walk on the treadmill and go home and think you're going to maintain it. Now, I'm not saying that either. But if you can minimize now, even if you go twice a week to the gym for about an hour and you hit it hard and you work every muscle in your body and you're constantly doing that, that's a maintenance level. You can do that and look good. And when you feel like you're getting a little bit of weight or you feel like things are not looking good the way it used to be, you just rank it up again. You know what to do. That's why it's important to hire the right trainer. Someone that education shows you and teaches you how to do it properly. And so when you hire a personal trainer, you should not be only with the sole purpose of Help me lose weight. It should be with the, per, the few purposes. The few purposes is, yes, help me lose weight. Yes, give me some motivation. Yes, teach me more about nutrition. And yes, teach me how do I can continue doing this for the rest of my life. You are paying for an education. It is important for the trainer to give you that education. And sometimes for you to get that full education, it might take a year, but it's a year that is going to make you so much money. Yes, you are going to spend some money. Personal trainers are not cheap especially if you find a good one. Good personal trainers are not cheap. And why? Well, because you got to pay for knowledge, obviously. You know, and so if somebody writes a song for you and it's a newcomer, and you know, they're going to charge you a few thousand dollars. But if the person that writes songs, let's say for like Celine Dion, writes you a song, you know that fucking song is going to cost you a few hundred thousand dollars. And it just goes based on experience, go based on the value of the person you're hiring. And so the, please guys, if you are looking for a quick fix and you want to be cheap about it, do know that when you buy cheap shit, you get cheap stuff. You know what I mean? So it's not that complicated. Sometimes you got to treat your health with a little bit more respect. Spend the money because your health is your wealth. And therefore, why not spending the money, making sure that you are getting what you're paying for. And more importantly, by you being healthier, by you living a little longer, you continue making more money which in return, I'm sure in one year, you make a lot more money than what you pay your personal trainer. And so if you spend X amount of money in one year to learn and get a very good personal trainer in exchange for X amount of years extra that you're gonna live being healthy, that you can continue making money to do the math. If your personal trainer can get you five to 10 more years of living healthy, maybe it doesn't extend the life of your, of your life, right? But maybe it extends the, the wellness of your life where if you were supposed to die at 70, you're still gonna die at 70, even though I'm a big believer that health and fitness does improve and does add more years to your life. But let's pretend 70 is the number. Well, instead of you going to shit at the age of 60 or 65, you can actually make it almost to 70 in one good piece. Making it to 70 one good piece and still making money, that means you definitely made more money in your life, in your lifetime. Therefore, that little investment that you did for one year, can 10, you can 10X that investment. 
just by living longer, healthier, and being healthier. And so the benefits are there. You have to just believe in that and you have to understand how it really works. And so when people stop after they get good, after they lose the weight and stop completely and they start living, going back to the old lifestyle, clearly you know what the results are going to be. And clearly you know who they're going to be calling again in the next couple of years, maybe six months, whatever. They're going to be calling me again to say, hey, look at me. I got fat. I need your help. And it's okay. Shit happens. Some people actually don't do it on purpose. Some people actually do it because shit gets in the way. Life gets in the way. You get pregnant. You get married. You get a different career. You study and you go into school. You got all these things that life hits us with. You know, so not all the time it's just us being lazy as, you know, bastards. A lot of times it's just real life, real situation that really stops us or slows us down when it comes to our health. But as soon as you can recognize that, and as soon as you have the chance to go back and repair it, you should. So once again, you cannot expect recurring results if you're not doing the recurring work. This is not something you do for six weeks. This is not something you do for six months. This is not something you do for six years. This is a lifestyle. Everywhere you go, work out. You go on vacation, hit the gym. What's the big deal? I'm on vacation, so you should be able to celebrate life. You should be so happy that you can go on vacation and actually hit the gym, you know? You should be able to be so happy that you can actually do that, you know? Because when I'm on the beach sometimes and I'm looking around and I look at all these overweight people sometimes, believe me, I know they're not happy. They can smile and they say, no, I'm comfortable with my own skin. No, you're not, you're fucking lying. Because you hit every bitch in the beach right now that looks amazing. You're looking at her and you're trying to find something fucking wrong with her. Trust me, I know this. You don't have to tell me, I know this. Guys are a little bit different. Guys have a different envy. Guy might look at a guy that looks better and we go be like, well, you know, I'm already 40. You know, the guy's like in his 20s. Of course, when I was in my 20s, bro, who are you bullshitting? When you were in your 20s, you didn't fucking look, look that good either. <laughs> you know? But the guys... Guys are not so envious like that. They're just more into like coming up with excuses why they don't look like the other guy. And when they see an older man looking better than them, it's like, wow, the motherfucker's probably been working out all his life. It's it's never them. <laughs> and one of my favorites, <laughs> when people come in January to train, it's like, man, you know, I gain a lot of a lot of weight during the holidays. December, you know, right after, you know, Thanksgiving in December, I gained a lot of weight. So now, you know, I'm like, no, bro, you're full of shit. You were fat back in July. It's like, cut the bullshit. Stop limiting on the holidays. You know, so you, <laughs> listen, all of us work in a different field, right? And you know the bullshit that we face in our fields. That's one in my field. Everybody coming up with excuses. The first thing you got to get rid of is the excuses. I wrote a book and I'm not famous, but I wrote a book from the bottom of my heart. It might sound offensive to some people, but it's not. It wasn't meant to be offensive. It's only offensive when you become very protective and, you know, and thinking that I'm actually offending you or going after you. But the name of the book is You're Fat, Admit It. Why did I come up with that title? One, because you have to admit that there is a problem until you don't realize there's a problem. You're not going to fix it. Listen, if I have a leaking faucet and I said, nah, it's no big deal. That's nah, so why? It's just a few drops every couple of minutes. No big deal. But when you get that water bill and you realize that your water bill went up an extra 200 bucks, that's when you realize, that's when you realize, fuck, that is a problem. Yes. And what are you going to do after that? At that point, when you realize and when you admit that there is a fucking problem, you're going to fix it. So until you don't fix it, nothing's going to get done. And so that's why I wrote that book to teach, to educate people, to put them in situations 
to present it to them in a very real way without having to be properly, you know, being like this, this proper guy that is writing this book in the most amazing way. I'm not a writer and I'm very, very rough around the edges. But I can tell you one thing, my heart has good intentions. I do care very much for humans. I do care for people. To, I do want people to be happy. I do want people that are overweight, that hasn't, and that are not able to spend time with the kids playing. I want them to go play with their kids. I want them to go and enjoy life. I want them to go on vacation and go for the hike and go sightseeing and take that tour and go and look at the city and travel and, and feel good about themselves. I do want this for human beings. I want people to live longer. I want, I want us to win. I feel, and this is another topic, I feel like the government's killing us. They keep giving us all this bullshit. The FDA keeps passing all this shitty, shitty ass food that should not even be in our shelves. And they keep approving it because I'm a big believer that guess what? The government wants you to die. They want you to not make it. They don't want you to live to 90. Living to 90 means they pay in social security to you until you're the age of 90. They fucking want you to die young, you know? And so all I'm saying to you is I'm all in for all of us to live longer to enjoy our hard work it cannot be possible that we are gonna literally literally work for 40 to 50 years to only enjoy the last 10 or 15 years of our lives that is absolutely not living that is absolutely not a good goal i want us to retire at the age of 60 65 like everybody else sooner if you can while you still have another 20 to possibly 30 years left in you to enjoy life because this life is amazing. It's beautiful. It's a gift. You know, what we have is absolutely beautiful. And so I want you to treasure it and I want you to enjoy it and I want you to take care of it. And I want you to win. I want you to eat healthier. I'm not saying don't eat that burger or those fries or have that Coke. All I'm saying is don't put that in your body all of the time. You know, ordering pizza, ordering Domino's and ordering Chinese food and ordering all this stuff every single night, it's not good for us. You can do it every so often. Why not? But doing it all the time on a consecutive, consecutive, you know, basis, on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, is definitely not good for us. You know that. And yet you still give that shit to your kids. So all I'm saying to you guys is I'm in for you. I'm rooting for you. I am truly your biggest cheerleader. I want you to do this right. It is not that difficult. I'm giving it to you right here through this podcast. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I want you to live longer. I want you to make more money. I want you to enjoy life. I want you to continue making love to your man or to your woman. I want you to continue having fun with your children. I want you to travel the world. I want you to be so fucking happy that everybody around you is jealous of what you got. Okay, this is what I want for you. And I know you can do it. And all it takes, it's either going three to four to five times to the gym for about 30 to 45 minutes or hiring someone and spend a little bit of that money that you have, hiring someone to teach you how to do this. And I promise you, in 12 months from now, number one, you're gonna be a different person. Number two, you have knowledge that's gonna help you, your family and your friends, because you're gonna share that knowledge with them for the rest of your life. And that is absolutely powerful. Once again, you cannot expect recurring results unless you do the recurring work. And that's my power talk for today, guys. I love you all. Have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you soon. Until next time. See ya.